0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with editor in chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you. And today I want to share a couple of stories about how dogs can act as your personal trainer and frequently do. Our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul Life Lessons from the Dog contains many stories about how having a dog has improved someone's health and fitness, both physically and mentally. It's amazing how many people have their lives transformed through having a dog, because the dog gets them walking or running, gets them eating healthier food, and teaches them how to enjoy the little things and put all the ups and downs of life in perspective. Dogs bring out the best in us because they're wonderful role models for the traits that make us better people. Things like resilience, fortitude, forgiveness, living in the present and faith. They model hope. If you've ever seen dogs waiting to see if maybe magically a piece of food will fall on the floor while you're cooking, you know that hope is always at work in a dog's view of life. And they model excitement and joy because they seem to wake up every morning expecting that today will be a great day, and they go on every walk with an expectation that it will be fabulous. In our first story, Winter Prosapio explains that she was never into walking. Her husband is a runner, but Winter never wanted to go outside and move her body until they adopted an 11-pound bundle of enthusiasm, a terrier named Archer from their local shelter. Archer had been an outside dog, so housebreaking him was a challenge. But Winter soon realized that his favorite activity was going for walks, and if she walked him frequently, he wouldn't have accidents inside the house. It started slowly, just a walk down the block, the entire time Archer would prance with joy and would mark everything he saw. But then Winter started walking him farther and getting him to move along instead of stopping to pee on everything. After three months of walking, Archer was fully housebroken. And Winter says, if I try to skip the walk on any given morning, he looks at me like I've announced that all the bacon in the world has disappeared. Now Winter and Archer are walking at least three miles every day. Winter is fit. Archer is happy. And Winter says she sometimes wonders just who is walking whom. In David Hull's case, his dog was his nurse and physical therapist. David had measles as a child one summer, back when kids used to routinely get that illness. He had a very severe case, and the family dog, Boots, stayed close by his side the whole time he was sick. As David recovered, his doctor recommended plenty of fresh air and exercise, David was depressed and lethargic, and he just wanted to lie on the couch and read comic books. His mother couldn't get him to go outside until she realized that maybe Boots, the dog, could make it happen. She said you could go outside with Boots, and the dog, hearing his name, jumped off the couch and headed for the door with his tail wagging. But David still refused to go outside, so Boots went out by himself. But then he didn't return. And that evening, when he still hadn't come home, David's mom told him he needed to go out and look for the dog because the dog hadn't even returned for his dinner. So something unusual was going on. David headed outside for the first time in a long time. He found Boots sitting in the backyard with his ball clamped in his mouth. He hurried over to David and he dropped the ball at his feet. So, David threw the ball for Boots a few times until the dog was ready to go inside and have his dinner. The next evening, the same thing happened. Boots wouldn't come in until David went outside and played with him. This new routine continued day after day. Every evening, David would have to go outside to get Boots. It was like Boots was forcing David to do what was good for him and go outside. And Boots had never done this before. He had always eagerly come home at dinner time. Without David thinking about it, he became stronger and stronger over the next few weeks. And happier, too, as his dog forced him to exercise and get fresh air. And then, just to show that this was more than a coincidence, as soon as David was back to his normal self, Boots stopped doing this, and he began going inside for dinner at his usual time, without making David meet him in the backyard for exercise. David says, Looking back on the experience all those years ago, I can't help but wonder if it was just a coincidence or if Boots really knew what he was doing and helping with my recovery. Regardless, I'll always be grateful that I had a dog for a nurse. I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please let your friends and family know about it if you're enjoying it. And if you have friends or family members who are new to podcasts, show them how to get the podcast on their phones or computers. I am so excited about the stories in this new book that I'm actually planning to share more than 20 dog stories with you in future episodes of the podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul Life Lessons from the Dog, please go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about it. You'll find the book wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. Come back for our next episode as we head into Mother's Day week. I'll be sharing a couple of inspirational stories from our new book about how moms always know best.